episode twenty, Jay. How'd you feel? Yeah, I feel good. Although I was, I was, I was actually really struggling to find some new stuff this week, even though I've got a lot on here. Like I didn't yesterday. I was just in no mood whatsoever to even like mention a game. I was not in the mood, which is probably That's a good okay. thing why we didn't record yesterday because I was just like so like done. I was like, yeah, I'm not really in the mood for this right now. Okay, okay. Bit more yeah, there today though. So recording a day later than usual yeah. today. Right, we've got stuff going on, haven't we? We have, we have lots of things going on. We're trying to have as much a regular recording schedule as possible that's the best way to put it i think mm-hmm. and thankfully jay's very available so or flexible flexible well, yeah for the, for the foreseeable future yes so that's the goldilocks gamer so jay no 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 yeah. i'm your friendly neighborhood nick um and Jay, what have you been playing this week? Honestly, not that much. I I did speak to you during the week. I think I don't think I even mentioned it on last week's podcast. Did we? Did we? Did, um, we, did, we, did, we, did we? Did we? Yes, I asked you for some help on an achievement. Yeah. So there's a a new game that's in beta technically at the minute called Rogue Company. We talked about which, this before, haven't we? Which is I don't know. Did we talk about it last week, or did we just talk about it not on the no, podcast? No, we talked. We talked about it. You said it was a third-person CS:GO. Was yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. It's just like a third-person yeah. sort of Valorant CS:GO type game with like different characters and abilities and stuff. So it's pretty fun. I think I'll probably wait though because because uh, <laughs> they're in beta. Um, there isn't as much progression um, motivation as I'd like. I'll have to get back to you on that on there. On how good it is, I guess it's actually pretty fun. I was actually I got pretty good at it after a few matches. So, did you say the progress, the progress carries over? No, I don't. I don't know if it does. I haven't actually looked. Usually okay. they tell you. You'll have to like maybe do some research on the forums or something. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Well, um, I've been playing Odyssey still. Nothing to report. Nothing to report. Yeah, saving it for the. Uh... <laughs> For the show about it, yeah. It's Same gonna be weird because you're. Gonna, it's gonna be so fresh in your mind, but it's gonna be so not fresh in mine. It'll be an interesting perspective for it sure. It will actually, because someone who, yeah, from somewhat a perspective of someone who didn't rush it but played a lot of it quickly versus someone who played a lot all of it as well but slower. Yes, yeah, so it's gonna be. Yeah, and different. it'll be interesting to see what bits highlight. You know, are, are in your mind. Oh, that's and good, yeah, bit, good point. Which yeah. bits like stuck with me versus what is a, is going to potentially stick with you i imagine yeah yeah exactly yeah 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 cool okay well jay just to let everyone know that we like to talk about video games there's a lot to talk about this week hashtag Mm -hmm. so i thought we'd just get right into it mate uh no we haven't been playing many games recently that are very exciting so i don't feel the need to dwell on what we've been playing if we haven't got much to talk about you know there's no need to discuss things when they don't need to be discussed i think there's just maybe potentially one thing i want to say about some upcoming stuff uh in terms of the star wars squadrons i think yeah, pre- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i think cool. the pre-order is available now and you get some like additional cosmetic stuff so i'll be looking into that at some point any idea on how many different editions they've got jay because i know you're quite eager on those 
Um, I think it's just the one. It's just like standard dish edition and then like a deluxe, like literally just the one. Interesting. Um, Jay, yeah. what your th- as someone who likes pre-order editions and special editions, what is your thoughts on the Assassin's Creed effort there where they have about five different editions and it all gets really complicated? Yeah, they do this a lot actually with, with certain games, don't they? Um trying to think so with the with the assassin's creed they have like standard they have like a digital deluxe and then they have like a gold and then like an ultimate one or something right that's right and something like that yeah so there's yeah. like four we'll say like three or four editions um, yeah. i tend to go with depend it depends i feel like it depends on the game like if you know if you know you're going to enjoy that one more you might potentially spend a bit more money on it i think i've actually every assassin's creed game apart from Maybe the first three. I've... As in one, two, three, or one, yeah, two, brotherhood. Maybe like one, two, brotherhood, and I think everything after that. Maybe, maybe even not revelations, but maybe from like three onward, I might have got like a. As you know, it would have been. So it goes one, two. Brotherhood revelations three. Uh, Black flag. Yeah, Black flag was the first game I got with a special edition, and it was a physical edition too. It came in like a tin. Cool. So that's quite cool. So everything after, from four onwards, I think I've almost always got a special edition. Maybe apart from Unity, because Unity was actually gifted to me by someone who didn't want it anymore. And okay. That was just like a standard edition, which I'm kind of I glad. I think it would have been a bit of a waste, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. Unity? Yeah. Well, I got the Bastille edition because I don't know if you remember Jay, but before the game came out, it was the first next true next gen Assassin's oh, Creed, okay. and the hype was crazy. Oh and yeah, I missed point... it. I missed it completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and at that point, I was really geared up for it. I wanted it was only like an extra five. Oh, you're right. Actually, it was the first Xbox One one, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was Black same, Flag was it, but it was more of a port. If yeah, that you're makes right. Sense. Exactly. It was yeah. A port. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was really excited. Is it like an extra five or ten quid? I think it was a waste of money, but it was cool at the time. Yeah, I feel like that much doesn't really make a, much of a difference, like five or ten. But right. when it comes to if ones you're gonna go, like go. 80, yeah. 90, it starts to get a bit, yeah, a bit iffy then. Me, yeah, yeah. Or like, if you're gonna do the special edition, get the hundred twenty quid version. Is that kind of yeah? Oh no, I I very rarely pay anything more than ninety. Okay. Like if I'm get if I'm getting something that's ninety, it's probably gonna be like something very that I think is gonna be very special to me. Like I'd happily pay ninety for like a for like a cyberpunk type thing. Like it has to be, you know, I have to know I'm gonna like it. Yeah, most of the like time. Cyberpunk, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm looking into the pre-order thing for uh, Squadrons. It looks like it's actually the same amount of money. It's just if you pre-order it, you just get extra stuff. Right. So pre-order bonuses. Yeah. Same money, just just pre-order bonuses. Yeah. I've never liked pre-order bonuses, mate. I never liked the thought of missing out on the content just because I don't pre-order it. Yeah, that that bugs me sometimes. Just maybe like I'm I'm more annoyed if I like a game after it's come out, but I know that I now can't get pre-order bonuses from it. It's like oh god, great, I missed out. <laughs> but I really enjoy this game now, but I waited too long. Mm. I do think they're getting slightly better with that because they sometimes put it in the game via free update, and that's cool. I like like if you're gonna give it to me, fine, eventually. But I don't want to miss out on content just because I don't pre-order it. You know, a good example of that is the orange lightsaber in uh, Star Wars: Fallen Order, which Very I can good. actually say that I bought it separately online. <laughs> 
I actually like right, spent yeah. money on someone who hadn't bothered to use it and was like, I don't really want to use it. Here you go. And then and didn't I tell like you that? Pound fifty or something. That's great. Yeah, didn't I tell you that I got it when I started playing it, and you were like, "Oh right, okay." Do you, I don't know, do you remember? I can't remember honestly. Okay, all right. I think when I played it eventually, I told you that I had that lightsaber, and then we were like looking at it, and we figured it out basically. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right, mate. Well, should we grow grow onto the news? Yeah. What is? Hang on. What is this? PS Plus can go to hell. What does that mean? Oh. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you for bringing this up, Jay. So I just want to two 30 second rant. Okay. Yeah, go on. Cool. 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 Thank you. So Nick buys a PS4. Finally, we are going to do a big PS4 blowout, by the way, now that you've done Ghost of Tsushima, we're going to celebrate both generations okay. with a topic of the show on both consoles. So one for PS4, one for Xbox one, and we're going to discuss all of our favorite games on each one in leading up to the launch of the new console it's going to be a whole hype machine okay and i bought ps4 bought the last of us remastered to play again because i, I want to play it again uh-huh. bought shadow of the colossus remake so i want to play that i bought hang on detroit become human because yep. i just missed out on the I, ps plus yeah i was gonna say i kind of still want to play that i don't know if i if i did the ps plus thing or not like what was free at one point wasn't it it was. Just missed out on that. Did I miss so, it? I can't remember. I'll have a look. Then bought... Oh, bear with me a second. Then bought Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign, remastered on Xbox One. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now, okay, PS oh. Plus have made okay. Shadow of the Colossus okay. free, have made Last of Us remastered free, yeah. and have now got the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered for free, which literally came out like three months ago. Is it free? Yes, this I month. i check that. I'm going to have to... You mean the start of August? Yeah. Okay, I'll have, have to check that because I wouldn't mind getting that. I am furious, Jay. Yeah. I'm just throwing my money away. I'm just throwing this it away. Kind of, this kind of happened to me on a, maybe on a one or two occasions. There's a, there's a yeah, I can't give any examples, but I'm sure it's, it's definitely happened before where I've bought a game, whether it be on like Xbox or PlayStation, and they just all of a sudden make it free and within like the next month or two. So great. Yeah. Yeah. Not not fun, but it's it definitely is a lot more rewarding when you think, oh, I won't get that. I'll wait till it's cheaper, and then all of a sudden it's free. That's like exactly True. what you want. But then when it, when the opposite happens, it's even worse. So. You True. win some, you lose some, I guess. Huh? I know, I know. It it just frustrated <laughs> me because I'm not, I'm telling you, mate. Like literally, every time one of these games became free, my brother would just message me like, "Oh, look, Nick, there's another game you bought that's coming up for free." <laughs> I was like, "PlayStation, why do you hate me?" Yes, yeah, it's, it's a shame, but you, you can't tell the future. So what are you gonna do? Afraid not. You, no. you can only you can only get it when you think it's good value. It's mm-hmm. the best thing you can do. Oh, that's true. And I bought most of them on on sale. It was <coughs> definitely not full price. So yeah. what are you going to do? Well, Modern Warfare 2 is full price, so F you, Activision. And they never make Call of Duty free anyway. Oh, just me. They, oh. they made the World War 2 one free, didn't they? They did, and Black yeah. Ops 3. But I'm just, you know, trying to be a child. Sure. Another thing, Jay, on your point about games being free, what to try out Kingdom Hearts. I told you the other day, came out on Game Pass. Perfect opportunity for me to try it, give it a go. Played it for ten minutes. Definitely too old for that. Definitely really? too old. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's surprising. I think you'd probably like the latest one. Honestly, I played I think the if, demo. If, if you've never played any of the previous um, Kingdom Hearts, 
the third one's definitely a good one to jump into but if you if you want to like actually enjoy the story it's definitely worth going and just watching like hours and hours of videos about the previous story definitely can help but you know that's that's to each their own on that one definitely yeah third one it's just very childish it's extremely childish game um but i think that's part of its charm i want to say like it just sort of takes you back to that that nostalgic thing i guess yeah i thought it would be a bit more what's the word i'm looking for here grown up mature no no i thought it would be um nostalgic and i thought it would be sweet almost i thought it would be tapping into that childlike sense of self but instead it was like oh this is really cringy oh okay so you're you're a point of no return for the childish cringy stuff then I guess so. Yeah, I, I'm not there yet, I don't think. There's definitely, the thing, it depends on what it is, to be honest. Sure. The thing that struck me when I was playing it, Jay, was I would rather watch my child. I would rather sit with them and watch them play it than play it myself. Oh, God. Are you going to be a dad? Well, I'm just saying if I have a kid <laughs> and they you just, like you've, video... you hit that point. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. And, they, and they like video games. Like, I'm starting to think that about now films and books. I'm thinking... This would be really cool to watch with my a kid, my kid, but not necessarily watch on my own. That's kind of my thought process recently. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. I feel like I'm like that with music. Mm. Definitely. Interesting. Yeah. Mate, what if your kid didn't like music? What would you do? Just... If he didn't like the music Get I like, I'd be pissed. <sighs> oh, dear. Such the thing a... is, though, music has changed so much, especially like in the last like six months. Do you think? Like from what what kids like? <laughs> mm. <coughs> I follow sort of the uh, the trends of music. It's just yeah, it's a, it's odd. It's good though. <laughs> I, I like where it's at. I do like where it's at because it's definitely quite close to what I'm liking. So fair. I think it's fair. just like separate groups or whatever. No, there's like you know clicks of music. So as always. On recording, would you like to pick an accent for me today? Because I would, I would like it if you did pick one for me. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, what, like of a person or just like of a place? Either or. All or right. a time period. Or a time mm. period. Do you like ye old English? Oh no. Like fate, I'm not like great. It. I'm not great with Shakespeare. So, ye old English. Dost thou wish to hear thy news? There we go. I'll do. <laughs> oh, that's actually All a lot right. better than what I was thinking. But there you go. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Sorry. I've only got two news stories this week, Jay. So, do you mind again if I go first? Would you like to go first? Uh, yeah, you go first. You good? You sure? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. 
Number one, ladies and gentlemen, is an opinion piece from Kotaku, Zach Sveizen. Mm. Cool second name there, Zach. So he wrote an an article, Christ alive, an article which resonated with me quite a lot. Oh, me massively too. I love this. Yeah. So Zach's uh, title is Running Around During Loading Screens is an Important Part of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I've always wondered why this was a thing. Like I have no idea why they did that. Like I don't, I don't know of any other game where you can move around during the load screens. At, at least like that in a big cloud. Yeah, at least like thing. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember since the first game, I was thinking, "Wow, this is a cool loading screen." And yes, it does get a little bit old when you've played the game for fifty hours and you think, "Well, I know all the controls here," but it does make the time go a bit quicker. And it's definitely something that I noticed lacking in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, and ba- oh, again, we don't want to sleep. Do you? Because right. I don't. Yeah. I I much so you rather. Hundred percent. I feel like I got fed up with it once it got to Origins. I was like, yeah, I'm fed up with this. <laughs> but you did play like four Assassin's Creed games in a row. That is true. I I saw a lot of it in a very short amount of time. So yes, too much of a good thing in that instance, I guess. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Yeah. But I wanted to raise this, Jay, because. This goes on to the wider conversation of getting rid of loading screens and maybe a question for you of, is That's there any loading screens way. that you like or that you, you do find nostalgic and you you would actually rather wow. see? That is a great question. I don't... I don't know if there's any, like... It's difficult to say. Because I feel like most of the loading screens now are just sort of, like, black... With like a little mm. thing at like the bottom right or the bottom left, right? Some sort of like intricate moving shape. Um, actually, I'd really like the Odyssey one. Weirdly, do you? Yeah. Okay. I it was weird. I, I could stare at that thing for ages. <laughs> Interesting. I got. Yeah. I, I I hate it. Really? <laughs> so, oh, there you yeah. go. That's odd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like if uh, I if I'd be really cool to like come up with some ideas for something though. Mm. Like if you gave yourself a like a game and been like, right, how can I make the loading screen for this game interesting? But I think looking to the future, in my mind, I don't want to see any loading screens. Mm. If anything, I think this should just be still images, mm. or just a black screen with a little thing in the bottom right. Like to me, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. If anything, I think loading screens just hinder the game on one side of things. But then obviously, you need loading screens if you want to like learn about you know hints and tips and figuring out controls it's, it's very difficult I've, it really is like a, a quite a personal thing i guess because for yeah. me they don't really help me that much the uh the hints and the tips so if anything they're more of like oh can this loading screen just be over already on some occasions but thankfully recently with a lot of these loading screens have been getting quicker and quicker so i haven't needed to worry about that i just i just want to get into the action quicker so i, I, I maybe can totally... if it was like concept art i'd be like cool like something cool to look at dude every loading screen should be concept art you know um, we need more concept art in the world it should literally sure. be like a flip book of artwork for the exactly game. exactly i totally get your point jay and i agree with it you know if i if i'm gonna play doom eternal i want to jump on and go you know yeah. but then there's also an element of self-reflection which is oh, that's true maybe uh, things like well the last part two basically has zero loading screens as well but which is something I don't think I talked about in our special for it, Jay. But what I'm trying to say is maybe we can have something like a transition screen 
which is like a here's, a con- here's a concept art, but because the loading times are so quick, you can just go right through. You just press the button and go through. Maybe but maybe you want to look at it. Yeah. Right? Maybe oh. it says in the bottom right, like skip load screen or something like that. Like either continue watching this concept art or these hints. Like yeah. it, should, it should really give you the option whether you want to skip through or not, right? Yeah. Like let it yeah. load for as long as it needs to and then stop it. And then the, a, a button come up saying press if you want to continue. Yeah. I feel like they used to do that and then they got rid of it, didn't they? My question is, Jay, what if they put that option up and then the option's like, by the way, this will help the game run better? You know, will that cause friction? Will that cause a lot of decisiveness? Uh, divisiveness? Um, you know what I mean? What you mean that the game would run better if the, there was more loading screens? Yeah. Well, I mean, technically they do because it gives them longer to load. But if they don't need mm. that long to load, then it doesn't matter anyway, does it? True, true, yeah. true. I don't know. Yeah, I quite like this. It's quite an interesting thing. But yeah, for me, the future is no, almost is it like basically no loading screen. Like just have I, it be a picture and then let, give us the option to continue if not, or a hint. Like, I, stick with the hints, but just let us continue. And I assume you're also talking about hidden loading screens or even booting up games. You want that to be quicker. You don't want oh. the developer logo to always take 12 seconds and all that kind of that stuff. I don't mind as much because in my eyes, like that can take, I'd say the long, one of the longest like, loading screens is Blade Borderlands 3. It takes absolutely forever to boot up. Oh, Jay, it might be the longest loading screen I've ever had, <sighs> truly. Um, but I don't mind that as long as it isn't too long. <laughs> Like if it's like between anything longer than a minute is obnoxious. So anything Agreed. under that is fine, I'd say. Um, you were saying before about um, loading screens being like transitions. That's actually not a bad idea. Like sometimes after like an emotional moment or quite maybe like a heated moment, sometimes you just want a bit of a silence, don't you? You don't want to automatically just like shove right into the action next. So. A lot of people might not even think that, but it just helps sometimes, I imagine. Sometimes you just want a moment to just pause. Because like, sometimes when you go in from the loading screen to the next part, if there's a cutscene that you can't pause, which most of the time you can, but even if there isn't something, something you need to watch and doesn't let you do it, you then can't even like, you know, take in what just happened. So it kind of muddles things up for you anyway. So yeah, I think it actually can be quite a good pause sometimes well i guess the moving forward the games will be designed with no loading screens in mind so maybe they'll put in place slower cinema yeah Yeah, like so when they want that reflection moment maybe they'll have your player look at the gun for a bit before he moves on kind of thing you know maybe they'll design it so that the pace is directly designed by the game designers i think this will be quite a good thing to talk about in the future like what is you know what are they going to put in place to not necessarily like remedy it, but like to just to see what they do. Because obviously developers have tricks for loading things that they're like squeezing through tight walls or whatever. Um, I imagine they don't. They probably won't need that as much. I'm just I'm just wanting to be impressed by how quick these load times are. That's all I want. <laughs> I mean, you bring up another good point, Jay. Maybe this has also removed those weird loading barriers that we're familiar with, but I we don't so, realize they're not, they're not. There's a lot of them in Ghost. I will say that. Okay. Um, well, not like a lot, but they they are before every certain shrine, basically. Like you have to go through like one or two to get to a shrine or whatever. Um, but yeah, it would be nice to. They can sometimes help with the the way the game is. Like in Ghosts, 
thing, obviously having to like go through all these caves and climb up this mountain to get to the shrine, it kind of lends itself to there being like, you know, through nature, these like formations of caves or whatever, right? Which is just loading things, but makes sense. I think as long as they make sense, I'm not too bothered by it. So yeah, we'll keep an eye on that and see see what the future does with that. See what they come for up sure. with. For sure. Right, next up, Jay. Yeah. Joe Scrabbles over at IGN. Halo Infinite multiplayer will be free to play <laughs> according to a retail listing some other sources. Yeah, Moreover, it. it will run up to 120 frames per second on Xbox Series X. Oh, so a couple of things, mate, a couple of things on this. 120 frames for me is a bit excessive, I think, for the competitive element of gaming. Fair enough. I know they like that sort of thing. The free-to-play thing is the thing to focus on here because that is crazy to me because not only is this game now on game pass the multiplayer is free i'm not sure how microsoft is making money at this point through their games jay what what are your thoughts seems to me like they know they're going to be making a lot of money from the game itself microtransactions no i mean obviously you've got to buy the game right still well no it's on game pass though oh that's true that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Damn. Yes. I think they're just. They're, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know oh, what I mean? Is. Yeah. I mean, they must have. They must have figured this out. They must have like calculations. You know, predictions about certain. Yeah. Things. You're right. You're right. Like certain numbers. I actually kind of want to bring make a point about this in the future when it comes to the later news stories. How it might lend to creating some sort of answer for this. Um. There's rumours that it'll be a battle pass system similar to most multiplayer games at this point, which, to be fair, I enjoy the system itself. But it will be interesting to see, again, how games like Apex Legends of Fortnite have influenced other games in terms of their um, free-to-play aspect. Yeah, I think it'll have to be some sort of like skin, mm, like gun skin sort of microtransactions. They'll have to, I mean, they'll almost have to be. Like you know, like a like a like a like a weekly featured like get it this week if not you won't ever get it again or something like that you know yeah and it'll be like a a, a currency that we'll be able to use in game and stuff like that so I mean I don't I don't really see, I mean that is a bad thing technically but you know if they need to make money they got to make money aren't they so yeah I don't know I feel like it's I feel like most multiplayer things now kind of have to be free to play nowadays. To get to get the players in because it's so competitive. Yeah. I think because there's so many of them now that if you're given the opportunity to go for the free to play multiplayer game versus the one that costs you, you know, forty to sixty pounds to buy the actual game with the campaign and the multiplayer, you're probably more likely to go with the one that's free. Because I mean, you haven't you're basically having to fight Fortnite. Like every game, every multiplayer game that comes out now is like, right, what do we do to beat Fortnite? So rule number one is has to be free to play. Rule number two, copy Fortnite and change it slightly. That's basically the, the only two rules of nowadays, right? Yeah. Just make it interesting enough for it to be warranted to play. So I think Fortnite has just set a precedent for the rest of multiplayer games now. My concern with that train of thought, Jack, I agree with you. My concern yeah. with that train of thought is instead of creating games to innovate, they're creating games to beat the, the, the competitor, if that makes sense. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Yeah. Like if Fortnite's running at like, let's say Fortnite looked like Halo and it was running at a higher frame rate and had more players in each match, maybe the designers would go, oh, okay, the, you know, the, we need to beat this technically. But in terms of, you know, let's make it a battle royale game and see if we can beat Fortnite, it's kind of like, well, you're not doing anything innovative. In- innovative? Yeah. yeah, that's a word, um, right? 
Or you do an Apex Legends and you innovate within the genre. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, Halo... So is this multiplayer going to be the same as previous Halos? Or is don't it going to be slightly different? That's the thing. I don't know. Actually, by hearing this, has definitely made me want to buy Halo more. I'll tell you that right now. Really? Like, if, I, if I wasn't going to play it before, this is making me want to play at least the multiplayer. It's going to be free. Like, I haven't played Halo multiplayer since Halo 3. I don't think. So this is like, oh, I actually kind of wouldn't mind playing this now. So I think that might be the other side of it. It's like, well, you're going to get... Like, if, it's, if something's free, people are going to play it. Whether it be a day, whether it be a week, you know, like an hour. As, as long as the eyeballs are playing it, there's a chance of them <laughs> buying something. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's... I mean, ultimately, I think in the future, this whole free-to-play, buy our skins in-game if you want to, will probably there'll probably be some uproar about it but right now if it's got a good model then you know they've got to make use of that i guess until it runs out until people realize that they probably shouldn't be doing that i guess yeah i mean I, I think this is good i i kind of want to play it more now so it's definitely doing its job 120 if, man oh god that's gonna be so insane if the rumored date slash week is correct for the launch of this console jay that week will have Cyberpunk and Halo Infinite release. And Assassin's Creed. And Assassin's Creed. Yeah, that's going to be... There's, uh... <laughs> it's like October 27th all over too, again. You, know? you bring up a What's good that? point, that might be the other reason. People are already paying money for Cyberpunk and for Assassin's Creed, so now Halo's thinking, right, how do we get people to play this, even though mm. two other massive games are coming out in the same week? Make it free to play, make it cost a pound on Xbox. Done. <sighs> You can have all three games for basically like the price of two. Crazy. But people Crazy. are still going to be playing Halo. So, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's probably a good idea on their part to see how much they make, <laughs> how many get sold. I actually might, I want to probably make a prediction saying this Halo might be one of the best selling Halos ever, but it comes out. I hope so, mate. I want, <coughs> I want a another a, a new peak for Halo. Maybe not I Halo Three it peak. That's start of like a new thing for Halo. I really, I kind of because Halo for me lost its charm years ago. Dude, they're talking about a ten-year plan. I mean, they they're basically just behind Bungie and Destiny. I was going to say because Destiny but, made a ten-year plan. Yeah. What eight years ago? Seven eight years ago. So. But to be fair, they're delivering it on Destiny <sighs> Two and oh, I, massively. Yeah. If they can do that, the same thing with Halo, it'd be brilliant. Yeah, exactly. And I think there is an argument to be had that Destiny is the first proper and best proper game as a service, whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. Other than WoW, I guess, right? Yes. Yeah. Thinking more console. Yeah, sure. Console. Yeah. Jamie, you've got a lot you want to talk about, so I will hand it over to you. Do you mind if I jump in just to say who wrote them before you do them, or do you want to do it? Okay. So, uh, Joe Scrubbles from IGN on this one, guys. Yeah, so Gabe Newell. Do you know that name? I do, sir. I do. You should do, because he's quite a, you know, a big part of the gaming community. He's yes. the Steam guy. He's basically the guy who came up with Steam. Founder. Um, I think, yeah, is he co-founder? I think, yeah. Yeah, I think he's, yeah, he's co-founder. Um, so he got stuck in New Zealand from, the, uh, from recent events and has been there ever since. So he, <laughs> he you know... Not a bad place even, to get stuck in. I guess, but him being bored there, he decided to, you know, get a spot on a quite a famous um, talk show over there, like a news talk show, which I know a lot of other comedians, like comedian stroke celebrities, have been on. Um, 
and they were asking because he's part of the whole gaming universe. They wanted to ask him, you know, which one's better, Xbox Series X or PlayStation Five? And he said, without even hesitation, he said Xbox Series X. And they asked him why, and he says, because it's better. <laughs> and I thought, how certain of yourself do you have to be about that? Like, how insane? Because he has no stake in the game when it comes to the consoles. Yeah. He's obviously yeah. PC Master Race, right? So it doesn't matter what he says, but his him saying that definitely has some sort of influence over the potential sales of one over the other, 100%. I think yes, there's, a lot of uh... people, there's definitely a lot of a cross audience when it comes to Steam Play versus xbox and, and playstation players definitely so uh yeah it's quite i kind of made me think wow I, I you know i wonder you know what this means for the future of the sales now does does this affect anything i doubt it but it probably has some level of effect and i'm quite intrigued as to why he thinks so i mean i specs wise i do think the xbox actually is better um but in terms of games that are coming out, is it better in, in that instance? That's the thing. Would you rather play uh, on a console that doesn't work? Not necessarily doesn't work. Would you rather play a game on a console that isn't as good as another console, but the game is better? That's the question, I guess, at the end of the day, right? So, so like, would guess... you buy your third-party games on Xbox kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, mate, you b- bring up some great questions. I think to your first point it absolutely influences the race second point that is this comment jay has now made me go oh actually maybe i should get an xbox because specs wise it is better maybe cyberpunk will run better on xbox so i'll just i will buy all my third party games i was getting cyberpunk on xbox regardless sure sure same with the same with assassin's creed sure well, I learned the other day that the Xbox One is marginally lower in spec than the PS4, hence perhaps the issues with Fallen Order on my version, on the Xbox oh, One I version. Um, I guess in this case, then, Xbox are only marginally better than the PS5. Yes, yes. Hmm. Lo- lo- a lower difference than the difference between PS4 and Xbox One, I think. I think what, what they've both tried to do is get to the same place, but they've just managed to get there differently. Hmm. Like PlayStation have got there in a slightly different route. They've they've got to the same end, I think. What router? Wi-Fi router? No, I mean they've like. <laughs> no, I mean it's like uh... Xbox and and PlayStation Five. I think have the same capabilities when it comes to being able to run maybe like a 4K game, 120 frames. It's just Xbox uses slightly different technology versus the PlayStation. But the Xbox looks like it's using. A higher grade version of what the PlayStation are using, and that again, that might even come down to price. Like this makes me think more that the Xbox is actually probably going to be cost more, and I don't know by how much. Just the thing, because they're going to, because imagine right, you sell an Xbox that is obviously better specs than PlayStation, and you sell it at five fifty base, but you know that you're going to sell more because yours is at a higher spec versus the PlayStation, who thinks that they're going to sell more. But at a lower spec, but at a lower price. Like, does like, it's, it's such a hard thing to explain. But I guess Xbox are thinking they're probably gonna they're gonna sell more because they they've got the up the advantage when it comes to specs. I guess right. So they've predicted they're gonna sell more. So maybe they're even gonna bump their price up more, which meant that they could actually improve their console. So I think in, in, in this just proves more than anything that if as long as we know that the Xbox costs more. 
PlayStation have taken quite a big, not PlayStation, uh, Microsoft have taken quite a big risk potentially. I just can't see them thinking they'll beat PS5, Jay, because of the games. That That's my yeah, it's difficult. I think they're, they're trying really hard, aren't they? That's the thing. Mm. Yeah, this is such a weird, like, concept of, like, business and everything, isn't it? Like, who's going to sell more? I really, honestly, I kind of just want to know. I want to, like, jump in the future a couple of months and just find out, like, who won. Patience. We won't know, really, like, for years, not really, will we? Um, like, we won't. Comes down to, like, we won't. Not necessarily, like, final sales, but, like, quite a heavy distance in in sales yeah unfortunately Jay, i think for game console owners at least going from the last generation it seems that games rule everything but i guess we'll see yes yeah, that's odd that isn't it I, I, most of my choices on console come from game versus uh specs Spec. so yeah it's definitely all about it's not about the player it's about the game i guess but in this sense like people say like it's not about the car it's about the driver not the player is the game it's not the console is the game mm. something like that one of those i'm sure that works somehow all right next thing you might be fairly interested in this i don't know joe cuphead. scrabble to my gn yeah cuphead is is just like surprise release on playstation boom so it's now out on ps4 i already have it on xbox it's only to play it still um but there's oh, still no mate, word it's about a must, this, it's um, a must play it's a must play no news on the delicious last course DLC. We still don't know anything about when it's coming out. I don't think. Yeah, so, yeah. This PS4, this PS4 drop. So here's here's the situation, Jay. Yeah. So MDHR, the new studio, they made this game. It sounded like Microsoft helped fund them to make the game, hence yeah, the exclusivity sense, yeah. to uh, Xbox for a period. Then came on Nintendo Switch and has now come on PS4. Not a huge surprise. Microsoft don't own the studio or anything. It just seemed like they had a timed exclusivity I deal. I feel like Microsoft would have bought them. Like, They're they just like really they new. I think they might have tried, but MDHR yeah. is in their infancy, so they might be like, "Well, we don't want to, you know, we don't want, we don't want to go with anyone just yet. We're still finding our feet, maybe." Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe on in the, the yeah, for sure. On the topic of the last course DLC, mate. I mean, you know, I've told you this. I'm getting quite impatient with it now. It got announced two years ago. See, this it's is what DLC. I quite like about having not played this game yet, because I know I'm going to love this game. But I, I kind of feel like once I know that the DLC is coming out, I can then start playing this because then I can like have it right after, potentially. I think, though, the game itself has enough Cuphead in it. Could be wrong. Does yeah, that make sense? Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I'm not saying that just because I want to like have it all straight no, away. No, no, I, I feel you. I feel, I feel you. like it, it more it, usually when a new game release... Let's say like a game comes out, and I know I want to play it, but I want to savor it for the right moment. And then the sequel comes out in like six months. I'm like, right, I now have the motivation to at least attempt to try and play the first one and enjoy it now, rather than having to like have you know wait until the second one comes out for me to then want to play it more. So it just, if anything, a, a, a release date for like a sequel or some level of DLC for me is more just like motivation most of the time. So. Yeah, I'm kind of glad about this, I guess, with the Cuphead stuff. I won't buy it on PS4, I don't think. No, no. Mate, would recommend. Hopefully we can get around to playing it at some point. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind to... playing it uh, uh, co-op, I guess, yeah. Yeah, or, I mean, fun. like, even, like, I'm happy to talk you... I mean, talk you through it. I'll, 
I uh, I have I've got so many streamers play this game, but I haven't like I've not watched it from start to finish. So there's a lot in the middle. I don't know. I know a lot of the start stuff. I know a lot of the end stuff. I just don't know the middle. So yeah, no, I think it'd be good. I mean, you're a Dark Souls pro. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> okay. So we on to the next, next one? up comes from Matt T M Kim at IGN. Yeah. So Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Oh there yeah. Was... Hold on, Jay. Hold on. Sorry, bear me. Sorry, sorry. Bear me two seconds. Yeah, sorry guys, this one comes from US Gamer by Jen mm-hmm. reporting on it. Please carry yeah. on, Jay. Yeah, so Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. I think one of the biggest things from this game in its heyday was the soundtrack, right? And yeah. a lot of the reason why they didn't make this game again in like a HD version or whatever, or like a, like a reboot like they're doing now, was because they couldn't get the licensing for the, for the music. But now, closer to release, it seems like they're getting more and more artists to be added onto the soundtrack. I haven't looked through them properly, but I, this actually makes me want to play the game more and more now. <laughs> the remake? Yeah, 100%. Like, I think I was definitely going to get it anyway. Because I, I definitely played the first two. which I didn't play them at a time where it could feel nostalgic for me. But I can't remember any of the songs from it. Not really. Unless I maybe like listen to the soundtrack properly. For me, soundtracks... Uh, when it comes to skating games specifically, more of my nostalgic memory comes from like Skate 1 and 2 and 3 and also maybe Tony Hawk's I want to say there was a Tony Hawk's game like number 8 I want to say. I think it was one of the first games on 360 and that has quite a large soundtrack nostalgia for me. Mm. I kind of want to just play this game and like get that feeling but in, in today rather than like going back and playing it again because the old game obviously doesn't hold up very well so yeah I've, I've just been in the mood for a really good skate game like this this new game skater xl that's come out which is basically supposed to be the, the next skate which isn't really it's definitely like different but i kind of want something a bit more tony hawks inspired so and i guess it. you're you're part of that skate for die hard oh, 100%. fan base oh, 100%. i love all the skate games skate mm. one is definitely the best one <laughs> 100%. Skate 2 was definitely an improvement, but it was different. Skate 3 was a bit of a letdown. So yeah, definitely part of the uh, the skate community. Okay, but I cool. kind of want to like know some more music. <laughs> I'm looking mm. forward to it. Because mm. I used to know quite a lot of like pro skaters like during the skate days. But now I've sort of fallen out of that, that world, so I kind of want to get back into it again at some point. I hope this is more of a revival than that attempted Guitar Hero revival about five or six years ago. Yeah, no, I think this will do good, some good things. He's also releasing a, a, a documentary, a yes. Tony Hawk documentary that comes out in about two weeks, which I think is supposed to be like a somewhat of a prelude, pre-amble, prelude yeah. to the game. Yeah. So yeah, I'll have to watch that as well. That'd be cool. It sounds like they're doing the right moves. Hundred percent. Okay. Next, next up one. comes from Matt Perslow at IGN. Yeah, so I was speaking to you about how I was quite a big Warhammer game fan. Yeah. Well, it seems like they're actually making a lot more moves in the gaming community than uh, than I expected. So right now, they have 73 licenses when it comes to Warhammer and games, I want to say. And they're signing a new one every two to three months. And their their goal is to get into the AAA video game world. Because I think at the moment, they're definitely still in that AA section. And I think, if anything, that uh, this might sound like a bad thing, I guess. 
is that I think they're trying to go for quantity rather than quality. Mm. Which I think is what's been their biggest downfall. But the other, the good side of that when it happens is notoriety, right? Because like if you see seventy three games of a Warhammer game, you're gonna go, "Well, if there's this many, why is you know why is there this many? I might as well try one and see what the thing is." A bit so like the should... Dynasty Warriors effect. Yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of just they want to just get their name recognised, even though Warhammer is such a massive bloody brand as it is. They obviously want to be bigger. So I think to have a goal to be a AAA like Warhammer game is definitely admirable, and I'd love to see that. I kind of, I think if anything, they're literally just throwing like, you know, darts at a dartboard and just hoping one hits that bullseye. And I think they've definitely gotten close in the past, and they're just throwing as many as they possibly can right now. Every two to three months, they're like a new one, a new one, a new one. Yeah, so I'm kind of hoping to you know to see if one of these hits a bullseye, and I'd love I'd love for that to happen because it definitely I don't think it deserves to have that happen necessarily, but I just I'd like to see it because I'm such a fan of that franchise. So this is this is just news in that in that direction that it could possibly happen at some point in the future. So Jake, the Dark Tide game reveal that we saw is Dark Tide yeah. a license that they already have? I'm just trying um, to understand how these licenses work and how they as- assign different developers different games and stuff. Like, is Vermintide a, a series license. of Warhammer? Yeah, I guess so, or... yeah. Vermintide isn't really, like, part of, like, the... So, if anything, so you can break down Warhammer into, like, two, like, categories. You've got the 40k and you've got the Sigma or the Age of Sigma, which is basically just, like, the original, the original Warhammer stuff. They've changed the name so many times over the last couple of years, but the the Age of Sigma is basically like the fa- the fantasy kind of like fable type, you yeah, know, swords and witch hunters and stuff like that. Versus the 40k, which is more about space and about space marines and aliens and stuff and orcs and stuff like that, right? So this this uh, Dark Tide one seems to is obviously a 40k one, and I think they're definitely going to have more luck with the 40k side of things because it's more. I think geared towards AAA. I think they both could do well. I think they've they've gotten so close to AAA, so so close. Yeah, I was, my well, next I question, Jay, was that it, is none of these games double a uh, AAA then quality? I'd say one of them, one or two of them is the the Total War games they've done. I'd say are pretty AAA. Yeah, Creative it's Assembly. Pretty hard to say, honestly. They're okay. definitely like really good games. They're definitely worthy of being up there. I feel your encouragement for the seeing a what um, game would yeah, look is, like with that budget huh yeah i f- i can see your encouragement for wanting to see a game like that at triple a level yeah. I, I get that yeah i mean i think with the with obviously the new tech they've definitely got a chance of being able to show off a bit more because these these types of stories and visuals definitely you know require a bit more technology it seems like so it might be gearing up towards it hopefully and it also just requires a bigger budget. I think they're they're spreading themselves too thin. Like they've got this. They say they've got a budget of like hundred million, and they've got seventy three people to give that hundred million to. You're only going to be given each one one point two ish million, right? Or like one point zero three million, which isn't really enough. You'd rather give fifty million to one and fifty million to the other because you're going to get two good games versus seventy three not so good games. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see if any of them stick. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see if they do because I want a, I want a, like I want a good console Warhammer game. I feel like there's, there's been a lot of good PC ones, just not a lot of good console ones. So, yeah. 
Okay, the next story comes from Modern Warzone, Doug Dagnabbit, but IGN, Jay will be reading the IGN story. Yeah, so the next Call of Duty is definitely going to be, you know, shown Coming soon, at some point, yeah. Because yeah. the last, last game that came out was in October. Yeah, Jay, I mean, this is crazy. I mean, talk about the fact that we haven't got a release date or prices for the new consoles yet. We haven't even seen the new Call of Duty yet. Honestly, I feel like you usually see, see Call of Duty like mid- end of June, middle of July, and we're obviously if not past earlier. that point. If not earlier, yeah. we're obviously past that point. So obviously there's definitely something going on. Yeah. But, uh, with a lot of previous examples of this, so it even happened with um, with the new Halo. Um, there, used, there tends to be some sort of like gaming snack that has some sort of like double XP or some sort of like pre-order code that comes along with buying the snack. We have like a chance to win a special prize for the game, right? And they do this a lot with like Doritos and like, you know, energy drinks like Monster and stuff. But it seems like this has already happened with um, with the new Call of Duty. But it's given away the name for the new Call of Duty game potentially too early or earlier than was what had been hoped. So the new, the potential new name for the game is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which to me seems like Black Ops Five, I guess, right? But they don't want to call it Five; they want to have like this, this, the name of it be to what the actual game is about. And the Cold War, from what I know, is the sixties, right? Cold War. Yes. It's like it's like basically like, um, well, no, it's better than that. Cold War. I mean, the Cold War technically was around for a while. It's from 47 to 91. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the key Cold War conflict, I think, is the late 60s. So that is the building of armaments between the, U- against the US versus Russia. So they're both yeah. just building so many nuclear bombs. And it's like, are they going to fire one? Are they going to fire one? And it's that escalation, I think. So I think we can gauge from the, the title of this then that the potential timeline for this game is going to be after world war Two, but during potentially the 60s and 70s for and maybe even the 80s as well it's going to be a russia versus america type call of duty game which i'm actually kind of looking forward to i guess we've definitely had this before with the modern the i think the original modern warfare there was definitely some slight eastern european russian influence there um, but i don't think we've had like a full-on russia versus america type Call of Duty. So this actually seems quite interesting. This is definitely one that I think a lot of people have been looking forward to. Also, it kind of reminds me of like how I imagine Wolfenstein to be in like what Wolfenstein definitely could be in the future, like the '60s, like you know the classic like American Dream type game, almost a little bit like uh, <laughs> like uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Alien. What's the Alien game that just came out? Colonial Marines. No. Oh, Bloody... Alien Isolation. No. <laughs> what? Uh, damn it. Destroy all humans. There we go. Oh, I thought you like meant the DA- Oh. No, like a destroy all humans type, like, you know. Completely classic, showing. Classic, yeah, like yeah, almost yeah. like a Fallout type thing. But I kind of imagine this new Call of Duty almost being like a like Call of Duty Fallout, basically. Right, yeah. Like, you know, atomic bombs and stuff like that. Yeah, the weird Russian thing about the. In America. The weird thing. The weird thing about this one, mate, is that Black Ops 1 was already, as far as I remember, quite Cold War focused. So it will be interesting to oh, see. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe they're going to do like a different story during the same time. You know. But yeah, this is this is uh, a potential name for it. So, you know, I guess you could call this a leak. 
in some regard. Do you like the name, Jay? Yeah, I, I quite like it. I like the logo. It looks quite cool. It's very... Oh, it's um, a piece of gameplay, though. <laughs> it's such a... what it, it reminds me of the Call of Duty World War Two name, where I just think, wow, you really don't want to mess about with what this game is, do you? Just call it the day with the war. They're trying to get themselves away from numbers and more just like titles now. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, 100%. Like, I love Call of Duty, the big red one. Yes. Like, that was a good title for the old Call of Duty, right? Yes. I guess, you know, yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare... And then once numbers started to get into it, people started to get a bit like, oh, bit samey, I guess. They kind of, I think they want to try and. Hopefully, this Cold War is completely different to previous Black Ops. I hope it's like just like a similar but different. You know, I think a lot of games nowadays, new technology of a new console requires new ideas for new games. I think it just we need we need like a whole reset, like a almost like a decade reset. Like 2010 to 2020 is going to be over soon. This whole new decade is going to be a new. A new decade for new resets of games, hopefully. Not necessarily reboots, but like a similar thing, I guess. A reset and a reboot have a very fine line. <laughs> yeah. They've done it with a lot of uh, films recently, so hopefully they'll be able to have uh, some pretty good success there. So yeah, that's yeah. it for the news. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Jay. next one i'm very confused by this i'm glad you asked jay so we have a write-in from my sorry i know this makes a lot of noise on the mic we have a write-in from my brother who suggested a new topic for this week okay my brother does the designs for the thumbnails and Yeah. yeah thumbnails so he got inspiration from the film internal sunshine of the spotless mind so i've it's happened again nick no, come on, come yeah. on! I watched this film many years ago. Yeah, and loved it, and thought I'm not going to watch the film again until I feel like I really need to. And I, I have it again recently, and I was going to watch it like last week, but then just like forgot about it. So if I had watched it, it would have been more of a, one of those like coincidences. But I have it Jeez. to watch. So it's kind of a coincidence, but yeah, continue. <laughs> yeah. So in tribute to that we've called this internal sunshine of the spotless game so interesting very interesting so Uh, uh, let me read out what my brother said so he said he's got a topic for us to do so two games we need to think about here and i'll go first because i know you're a bit on the spot so firstly if you don't know this isn't a spoiler for the film people can get their minds erased so the film's about this guy who wants to get his mind erased with this girlfriend who's broke up with and he can't deal with the emotional trauma and torment of that breakup so he wants to get rid of all the memories associated with her so he can move on with his life amazing film very 
So my brother asks, which game would we choose oh, which we game. can get erased and then we can play it again from scratch because we want to experience it for the first time. Game yeah. number two, we want it erased because it was that bad. We oh, wish we had never played yeah. it. Wow. So I'll go first because I know you want to think about yours, Jay. Yeah. Number one, Damn. a game to replay from start. I've got two choices. I'm copping out. First one is not surprisingly the last was part two. Okay. Because it was such a journey, there's no way I'm ever going back to not knowing that game. Choice number two, which I'll focus on, which I think is probably my actual choice, Shadow of the Colossus. So when I played the remake of that game, I realized just how special the first playthrough was in terms of fearing the creatures having a real resonance once you've killed them and you see them fall and you think, oh, why have I done that? Every single time this happened. So you meet the creatures, they become aggressive or you you make them aggressive and you kill them and then you have this amazing reflective moment after every time this amazing piece of music comes in and you think, oh my God, why have I done that? And the story starts to unfold and you get to about the 14th Colossi and you think, is this actually got any story in it whatsoever? And then you realize by the end of the game, there is a story. It's a cool story. And it's really amazing when you think about how simple it is. And by the time the ending moments come, the game has built this thing up and it's just incredible. And I wish I could play that game again not knowing, didn't know for 10 years what had happened in this game. Finally played it on the PS3 remaster. And I wish I could play that game again from scratch because it is a truly unique experience. So you you don't want to play the first one or the second one again? Shadow of the Colossus. Um, probably second one. No, I mean uh, Last of Us. Second one. I thought you said you wanted to get rid of the last week. Uh, no, 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 no. So I've got two choices for oh, I see. which so look, game okay. I want to play from scratch to experience it for the first time. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. What, what, or, what, yeah. Shadow of the Colossus, but Last of Us Part 2 is up there. What okay. game would you like to start from scratch? Well, I've got an <laughs> idea, but what game? L.A. Noir. Okay. I think is one. If I had to pick another one, it'd probably be Vampire. Wow, we have to talk about this Vampire game, man. This yeah, is crazy. Weird. My dad's playing it right now. He's actually really enjoying it. Okay. It's on, it's on sale on PC or something. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd play those. L.A. Noir. I just love like murder mysteries. So like being able to like rediscover all that again would just be amazing because it's set in that like fifties period, like right after the war, when there were still like soldiers like having problems with their like home life or whatever because of like PTSD and stuff. Um, do you know all of the results now off offhand of all the mystery uh, murders so you know exactly who done it yeah i think i know that game back to front basically okay i've i've mean i haven't like platinumed it because one of the trophies is just like annoying as hell but i've i've done everything else i've done like 99.9 percent of it so yeah i know everything about that vampire was just like a really good story and the combat was amazing um in terms of a game so how did you say your game you didn't want to play anymore no, I haven't, no. Do you want to do yours, and then I'll think a bit more about mine? Okay, yeah. Mine's Watch Dogs. It's oh, not necessarily right. the worst game I've ever played, but it's the game which I look back on and think, that was average, that was the most average game I've ever played, and I wish I could take all those hours back. That's the game that stands out to me. 
I, I have no. There's to be fair. There's almost no need to get rid of the memories because I basically have no memories from that game oh, because see, nothing see, in it yeah. is memorable to me. So I definitely know. I probably have other options, but the only one I can really think of right now is probably No Man's Sky. Oh, okay. Because I bought it thinking it was going to be amazing, and then it turned out not to be that good. It definitely yeah. was fun. Like it was a fun game. I think it definitely probably would be a lot more fun if I played it now. But if I'm talking about like original release. I'd probably pick that. I wish I'd never bought that, to be honest. Have you played it since? No. Okay. I wouldn't mind playing it again, though, just to see what it's like. Yeah. I think it'd be quite fun to play with someone as well, potentially. Definitely. Hard to say. Yeah, I know that definitely there has to be another one. Actually, well, yeah. We, a bit more about that. Do we mind if you dive a bit deeper then into how disappointed you were with it? Or No Man's Sky? Mm. Yeah, I just think... It definitely is like a really, really good game. It's like hard to pinpoint. I guess. I think if if they'd like, like I said, with the late, from what I've seen of the later release, I think if they released that a year ago, the game would have done ten times better, and it would have made me feel a lot better about having played it. But when I first played it, there was like so much crap around it initially. I was like, oh, I kind of like it's kind of making me feel bad for having purchased it. Yeah, a bit like even part though, two even for me. It was fun, so. Yeah, I think it was more just to do with the actual, like, talking around it than the actual game itself. Weird it com- it confused like, uh, your yeah, perception, does, yeah. yeah. So you, yeah. you want to be able to, like, trust to an extent what people on the internet say, you know, to an extent, obviously. Um, but yeah, if you hear too much of a bad thing about it, then you kind of can't argue too much, can you? So, But I did, I yeah. did really enjoy the game still, but yeah, I didn't. Kind of wish I hadn't. I wish I just like bought it later, like like you said with like buying a game and then it becoming free. Like I guess it's like a similar type type of feeling. I th- I'm pretty sure No Man's Sky was free at one point. Yeah, I think it might be on Game Pass. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I would have preferred getting it on Game Pass then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> cool topic though. So yeah, topic. that was cool. So Jay, next one, next movement was your idea. Yeah. You want to do a few more lists, and I agree. We should do yeah, more I lists. Feel like we've we've got the the movement two, I guess, which is either a list of fun facts or a game quote. I've definitely done fun facts and game quotes in the past, but we've never really touched on lists. I don't think. Yes, correct. I kind of wanted to like do something with that, have it be a bit more of a regular thing, because I feel like top threes, top fives, and top tens can be quite interesting, especially if we delve a bit deeper as to why. Yes. Uh, and not necessarily it's our lists right we're not making the definitive one no this isn't like you know what is this isn't bible this isn't you know scripture (laughs) this is what we think at you know at this age we could be we could have said something completely different 10 years ago and 10 years in the future so and we could say something different tomorrow exactly it all changes on on the day most of the time but as well from what we're feeling right now with what we're going off this is like a almost like a time capsule i guess this is really it <laughs> exactly that exactly that for all the aliens out there so this week jay yeah i put forward a case for you you agreed exactly. top yes. three rockstar games of all top or your favorites right now. your yeah. favorite top three i've already mentioned rockstar one games <laughs> yes you have yes Shall you I have start? Do you want me to start yeah you, so we'll do you number three me number three you number two okay. blah 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 okay so you yeah, go number three quite difficult right so the ones i have are that one i kind of want to lend a, like bunch a few together potentially Incorrect. A lot, a lot, we uh, need 
I need yeah. the definitive list. Okay. All right. Uh, damn it. I need the definitive you, list. You, you, okay. You All right. All right. I'll ha- okay. Number three, then I'll have to give to, I guess. Damn it. It's, it's one of the Grand Theft Autos, I think. Okay. But I honestly can't decide which one. Which ones are you struggling with? Is there anything I could do to help? There's four that I'm struggling with. Okay, that's too many. <laughs> exactly. That's why it's so difficult. I have I, Each of these have a different place in my mind, in my heart. If it helps you, Jay, I personally think the GTA 5 is the best one. Yeah, I'm going to have to give it to 5 then. 5 is my number 3 pick. Okay. Yeah, it, if, I had to, if I really, really had to think about it, like the story, which is so well done. Yeah. Like the fact there was three characters you can play, oh, so, do it. It's still played today. It's definitely probably one of the best long-running Grand Theft Auto. So yeah, GTA Five is probably number, my number three. Definitely. Should really we talk? Wanna, I want to play it again, really bad. Should we talk about some of the things you love about it then? Yeah. Okay. Specifically, specifically, I mean, it's been a while. I assume you played it on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty when it first came out. Yeah, I think I might have been. Yeah, I think. I, oh God, I can't remember now. Yeah, it must have been Three Hundred and Sixty. Which is odd to say, because it doesn't feel like a 360 game to me. Yeah, of course, of course. Like, to I me, always... I thought it only came out four or five years ago. In my mind, it didn't, I know. But in my mind, it didn't come out that long ago. <laughs> yeah. It, just it's a hard. bit of context, Jay. I wasn't part of this hype at all, so I'd really like to get oh, your perspective. You haven't played 5? Oh, yeah, I've, I've, I've finished it, but I finished it, like, 2016, 2017. Uh, okay. Okay. So I just want to get your perspective, Jay, on it. Did, when you played it, I know it was very hyped up, but did you think it would be end up being the biggest game of all time, basically? I had a feeling. I mean, it was after having played 4, everyone was expecting so much. Mm. I, remember, I actually followed 5 quite a bit before it came out. I remember following the news on it. It was probably one of the only games at the time that I was really following. I think one of the biggest things for me was how much it reminded me of previous GTA titles, specifically Vice City, I think. Because it was in like a sunny area of of America versus four, which is in more and San Andreas. Well, I guess San Andreas is quite sunny, but four was in New York, so it was quite gloomy a lot. So I think GTA kind of lends itself to being in in more of a Hollywood esque area. Like when you think GTA, you think LA. You don't think New York, not necessarily, do you? So yeah, I think yeah. that's definitely a big point there. The other one is like. The heist aspect of it the game is basically like you know heist after heist essentially right and i feel like heist movies like oceans 11 12 13 or whatever those kind of movies i really enjoy so it kind of felt like watching the movie but playing the game of the movie at the same time so that was definitely a big part of it yeah i mean mate the height like you say it is like am i playing through this you know you're like you're playing through the start of the dark night like it's amazing yeah, it kind of felt like just playing like you were in a movie, but you were you were the character. That's kind of what it felt like to me, which I thought was quite a refreshing thing at the time. Well, to be fair, mate, I mean that is probably yeah, the ultimate. Insane. That's probably like the ultimate goal, isn't it? You know. Also, I think the game came at quite a good time. I would have been seventeen. Yeah, maybe twelve. No, sixteen, seventeen. What was I older? God. No, yeah, I was 17. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. I would, this game came out after I left school. That's insane. I don't I don't believe it. 
in my mind, this game came out in the middle of high school. But also, oh, that's weird. So in my mind, this game came out during high school, but also way after. I don't know well, it why. came out in sixth form, if you if you will. Oh, yeah, it's just such a. I yeah. don't know. GTA just seems so much more fresher on my mind than I think it actually is. But it also seems way too distant, so I can't quite pinpoint it. I think the other the other part of it was also the art for it. The art the artwork definitely just felt mm. much needed at the time. Like again, I've spoken before about how artwork can be so influential on how much I like a product. You know, a product can be just like even like a book, right? A book is words and a story, but most of the time, I mean, definitely isn't like a, a need. Like you can have a story without a front cover, but a front cover can definitely like influence how you feel. Obviously, don't judge a book by its cover, but it can help. <laughs> it can definitely, <laughs> yeah. it can make you feel yeah. more passionate about wanting to read it. So, yeah, I think the artwork for this game was definitely a massive thing for me too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, my number three, okay, Jay. I'm surprised. I have no idea, honestly. I'm kind of worried these are going to bloody... I mean, one of these games is definitely going to cross over 100%. Okay, all right. It has to. It has to. Okay, all right. My number three is Max Payne 3. I think okay. it's the most underrated Rockstar game. I think it's one of the most underrated games of all time. It is such a weird experience where the game makes you feel like you're on drugs... That's but good, yeah. hyper alive you have the sunny sao paulo whatever it's called brazil mixed with the dark snowy new york and it's such a instant oh of course that's max Payne, even though it's not max Payne. the brazil side of things the story the characters the delivery i guarantee jay you watch that first cut scene you are in the way the cutscenes work, it like flashes, it strobe lights you, and it's just a constant stream of an experience. I love this game. I yeah, love I this game. This may be obviously alluding to too much, but if I had to put Max Payne anywhere on a list, it'd probably be number four in terms of Rockstar games for me. Like it just misses out on the third spot. Just. So yes, I can I definitely feel why you feel that way about Max Payne. It's um yeah, I honestly yeah. was really thinking about it. It was either Max Payne being three or four, so had to be four for me. I this is Max Payne game. three. I'm talking about. I'm talking about Max yeah, Payne three. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. play that game again. It's been such a long time since I played it. But if you play Max Payne three, oh yeah, uh, played it on hard. I think I want to play it again. Oh mate, yeah, I did the same thing. Oh, I didn't. Sorry, mate, I didn't realize you played. It. I thought you hadn't for some reason. Um, yeah, 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 I'm mate. That's awesome. Before, <laughs> mate, literally, we did, uh, we did like a like a, a history dip type thing before. Okay. I thought we had. Can't remember. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and the music's amazing as well. It's just a, it's just a really amazing it's game. This well is obviously it's linear, but that it lends itself to being linear. Again, that's one of those ones that kind of feels like a movie to me. Like it's almost like you're playing an American sort of Jason Bourne, James Bond type situation, but a lot more rustic and a lot more gritty. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Really just like a dirty. Like even even more filthy and like in the in the sort of depths of like these criminal backgrounds than than uh, Jason Bourne or James Bond, but like even more you know really exactly. in the in the hell of things, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, should I do my number two? Yes, please, Jay. Number two. Right. You. I know you're probably gonna have somewhat of a problem with this. Okay. Because I haven't finished the second one, I have to go with Red Dead One mm-hmm. as my second game. Mm-hmm. 
I think if I have, I've obviously I love the second one from what I have played of it, and I think once I do finish it, it will probably swap its places with this one. But I have a lot. I have some really really good memories with this. So Red Dead One has to be my number two spot. I think on this list, hundred percent. So what 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 makes you love that game, Jay? I think just the time I had with it, like so twenty ten, I would have been fifteen. So I don't know. Yes, I guess at this point it really is nostalgia. Like I remember, just my time while playing it, it just never it never seemed to end. Like that game, I must have really not played that long. It definitely felt like like a month. It just felt like forever. Hmm. In a good way, or yeah, I think I might have even played it after. When did Max Payne three come out? 2012. Oh, there you go. So Mass Payne 3 was right after. Huh, that's interesting. A couple of years after. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Red Dead might have even influenced my love of Max Payne 3, honestly. I really didn't have... My, my only real... Um, before Red Dead, my, own, my only real touch with Rockstar games would have been Bully and Grand Theft Auto, I want to say. And Midnight Club. Uh, and Midnight Club, yeah. That's definitely number five on my list, by the way. Um, yeah, so I think this just made... Red Dead sort of made me fall in love more with other Rockstar games. Because my number one pick actually came out after Red Dead 1. So Red Dead 1, I think, we, has to be my number two just because it made me fall more in love with everything else that preceded it. So we'll go with that. And also just the fact of like the time period, too, is quite an interesting one. Yes. Like picking that particular time and that history, just, yeah. It's, again, it's, uh, it's, bringing it back again, it is a, much like watching a Western, but you're playing it. I kind of wish they did like a Westworld game, honestly. But like with today's technology, that'd be so, like, even with like a VR, that'd be insane. Yeah, that'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. All right, go on, do your number two. I kind of already feel like I know what it is. Actually, I know what your number one is, but I don't know about your number two. No, you don't. No, you don't. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't. I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm just... um. Oh, okay, yeah. so my number two is Red Dead 2. Yeah, okay. So well, I thought that was going to be your number one, so I kind of have a, I kind of have a feeling I know what one is going to be now. Okay, well, Let's see. Red Dead 2 obviously has a special place. Yeah. What can I say that doesn't already add to the conversation of its graphics, its story, its characters. Me and my brother don't, you know, some people are like, oh, you don't agree on anything. And it's like, we actually agree more than what, on more than what you think. So for instance, my brother, he has a computer and I'm like, what's your password? And he's like, oh, my favorite game. He had never told me his favorite game and I knew his favorite game. Yeah, okay. way, sure. yeah, and um, I actually introduced him to that game, FYIL. And secondly, <laughs> I'm sure he'd have a problem with that. My favorite video game character, I'm like, yeah, it's Arthur Morgan. And then one time I was like, yeah, I really want to name my kid Arthur just from Arthur Morgan. And it's like, we had never yeah. spoken about it, and we had never spoken about it. So it's just an amazing game. The reason it's not number one is all the reasons covered on this show with Jay mm. that currently in my mind, there is too much negative to put that at the number one spot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Forgot about that, sure. And you I can guess, feel free to go back and listen to the old shows to find like out more about I that. Let, I wouldn't let myself be affected by that as much, potentially. Like, I know what you said, 
Mm. But I feel like that definitely can hinder, obviously, a personal experience, which obviously this list is. But I think as an overall, the game obviously it hold, probably holds itself a lot higher in regards versus what your personal opinion of it is. Would you say you'd be able to detach your personal opinion versus the like, maybe just the the general opinion of that game? I can't detach <laughs> my opinion of the game with the game because the game yeah. I have my personal opinion from the game. Like yeah. I just played the game. I didn't like do anything in particular. I played what the game offered me, and it was too long. Okay, and I know what you're saying. For me, it's like my opinion is of the game, you know, yeah. and it's like, I'm trying to think of an analogy. It's like the Bruce Wayne thing of, you know, that theater you just went in right before your parents died. I know they just died, but do you like the theater? It's like, oh, wow. <laughs> you, you literally like, <laughs> what you know, so it's like the, the game's good. I'm like, yes, but it's very Experience, difficult for uh, me to, parents, yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically what you just said there was kind of what I meant. Like, the game was good, but the experience mm. you had of the game was marginally less than what the game is as, as a good thing. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. yeah that's kind of what I meant, but yeah. No, like, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah, yeah. I, I've definitely had that with uh, with similar things, similar games. Shall I uh, do my number one then? Yes, please. I'm actually kind of scared that our number one is the same now. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not. Okay, so yeah, my number one, as previously mentioned, is L.A. Noir. I think at the time, obviously the the facial graphics were a big thing. They were starting to bring in like facial mocap more into games, and that was like massive. It obviously doesn't hold up as well, maybe uh, as today's standards. Even though Halo Infinite seems to have a bit of a issue with that potentially. <laughs> um, oh dear! And even Ghost of Tsushima that has a little bit of an issue with it, but it doesn't matter too much. Um, I think that'll probably be one of the biggest things in the future is getting that spot on. Um, but yeah, uh, so Elaine Noir, Murder Mystery, just really up my street. You know, like perfect genre for me. The fact that there was a like a you, you had to pick whether your progression of the game would would divert into certain ways, right? So like you had was like Mass Effect or a game like Dragon Age. What you said sort of hind or didn't hinder it. It affected the rest of the game to an extent, right? So I like being I. I I, I hate and love that. It's like a love-hate thing with that style of a, of a game mechanic because I'd, I'd rather just get everything right the first time around. But having to like learn from your mistakes and like actually understand the mechanics of the facial recognition and being able to tell whether someone's lying if they're being doubtful about something or if they're actually telling the truth is quite a good skill to have when it comes to enjoying the game overall because then it makes you feel like you're actually a detective and you're actually like becoming the character of the game versus just acting as one. So I thought that that was just like a big, quite innovative thing. I don't think I've seen that in anything since, where you actually have to like read a facial recognition to be able to understand the job of the of the person you're playing in the game. So I thought that was just quite interesting. And also, the game was very much like previous Rockstar games, right? So you had the similar mechanics when it came to shooting, like Red Dead obviously came before, so that helped with like understanding the combat, I guess. Um, and then just the time period, it was the story of it like happening, you know, in the 50s, I want to say early 50s. So the war just happened. America's sort of becoming this like, you know, the nuclear family type situation. You know, this lovey-dovey wife at home in the kitchen, husband comes home from work, the kids say hi, lovey-dovey house. It's all like perfect American dream type thing. But then you've got this serial killer 
you've got these deaths that happen you've got all these you know crimes and you think oh this sort of like massive sort of like wedge in between this brilliant life that you're having but that you've come to find out that part of your time in the war has affected this whole thing and it's it's, it's just a so well done story in the end so it definitely lends itself to being I think it really is a massively underrated game. I think a lot of people need to go back and play that game. And I'm kind of, I can't, a part of me wants to be able to play that game now, like with like updated specs. I'd love if they redid it. Well, they have put a yeah. remaster out. Yeah, I think they, I need to potentially check that out and see how good of a remaster it is. With some <laughs> lovely artwork is the cover. So I've, I've played it two or three times on the original, obviously older original version. So how much has changed since then, I don't know. So we'll see. So that that is my number one. Awesome, awesome. My number one, Jay, is Red Dead One. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, you I took thought... me for a bit of a loop there. I did. I th- my list very boring. I thought about this long and hard, and Red Dead One as an overall experience is more is a better game to me. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's shorter. It's more true. concise. Very true. Very true. It's perhaps more impactful, though we're talking at the Olympic scale here yeah, of of Very the of line. these things. I think, considering I played it, oh, it must have been six years after it came out. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you didn't play Red Dead One in twenty sixteen. Yeah. No, there's no way. I remember. So I I didn't play it before you. There's no way. Yeah, that yeah, can't yeah. Be true cannot be true i i in my mind obviously my memory is terrible from these days but in my mind you played this at the same time as me i mean i well, played it on xbox one backwards compatibility so maybe not that's insane okay yeah so Strange, yeah okay. play that game and even with that age on it it's still possibly the best rockstar game ever made yeah, I'm kind of afraid to go back and play a game like that. Because uh, even with L.A. Noire, like, I feel like even with some films, like, I'll go back and watch them and that'll destroy my first opinion of it. I'll be like, oh, mm. that, maybe the film or the game wasn't as good as I thought it was. That, was what, I, it that so. is what I had with Kingdom Hearts. So I was starting to play it and I thought, this is going to ruin it. This is going to ruin yeah. it. Yeah. And the thing about Red Dead 1, which Red Dead 2 doesn't have, and they're just different games... Is the simplicity of the characters. So there's only a few characters in Red Dead 1, whereas there's a lot in Red Dead 2. And that's not necessarily a bad thing if it's done right and well. But I think there is an impact you get from the characters you see in Red Dead 1 because you see them so much, basically. Okay. Yeah, I definitely had more of an emotional tie to Red Dead 1. Yes. Than I did 2, but obviously I haven't finished 2, so I wouldn't wouldn't know as much. So. Yeah. Yeah, the ending was actually a massive surprise to me. I did not see that coming at all. At yeah, we should. Yeah, we should talk about that. I knew the ending. I guess yeah. you, obviously you didn't. Oh, so you knew it before you played it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but, I didn't. I haven't experienced it first time round with like having no like clue. I think it was probably obviously a, I that would be one of your on your list, right? Of like eternal spotless thing, right? Eternal. Um. Yeah. Probably would, yeah. Like, it would be good to be able to play that game without having any knowledge of what happened at the end. Oh, 100%. It can change yeah. your experience of a film or of anything. So. 100%. Yeah. What did you think of the ending, Jay? I liked it. 
liked it a lot. I think it made sense. Definitely. It was. I like. I'm a sucker for tragic endings. Yeah. Tragic, tragic endings that either end in complete tragedy or with a still a happy ending in some degree. Oh, like, I feel like tragedy is one of the best storytelling ways of doing things. Ever. Mechanisms. It just yeah. makes you hate the world, but love it just the same. It's yeah. a reflection of how cruel the world can be. Oh, 100%. Yeah, definitely. Jesus, God. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for going through our favourite Rockstar games, top three. Yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed that. I'll be uh, quite interested. Every time we talk about these games, Jay, that we've got to finish or we've got to play again, I'm just thinking, man. I'm thinking, I'm writing these down. I'm like, yep, let's play. And I'm not saying we should commit to anything, but I just think it'd be really cool to play these games together. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. I see you. Okay, Jay. Next up, we're getting there, guys. Don't worry, we're getting there. Next up, a quick debate, in my opinion. Haha. <laughs> thought about this since ghost of tsushima i thought i'd put it out there this is my personal opinion we can go more in detail about all the different playstations our thoughts on them at a later date when we reflect on playstation before ps5 but i wanted to put out the debate which is that ps4 has the best exclusives of any games console ever made okay and i looking at the list and looking at I kind of want to see. And looking at how these games will age compared to how other games have aged, I think that's a that's true. Yeah. So let me tell you some of the games, Jay, so we can okay, start boy. talking about it. So, Jesus Christ, why these games? Are, I mean, so you've got Street Fighter Five, which actually fizzled out in my opinion, but you've got the Yakuza Six, you've got Infamous Second Son, you've got the Last of Us Remastered, which I am counting. You've got the Last of Us Part Two, you've got Spider Man, you've got Shadow of the Colossus Remastered, you've got God of War, you've got Ratchet and Clank 2016 Remake, you've got Uncharted Four, you've got Uncharted: The Lost Legacy. Horizon Zero Dawn, Bloodborne, Ghost of Tsushima, Detroit Become Human, uh-huh. Persona 5. Yeah, that's a good one. The Last Guardian. Yeah. And I'll end it there. So Kingdom Hearts obviously was part of that, but obviously there's many more. They were supposed to be exclusive for a long time. Yes, right? you're right, yeah. So I'm now I mean complete list and there's actually like i think almost three times as many exclusives on playstation there's on xbox one no doubt like legit i think 2013 had six on weirdly this there was a lot more exclusives the first year it came out than there was the year multiple years after there was six exclusives on one in 2013 versus the two in 2013 for playstation 4 and then after that, it was a lot more. There was uh, 10 in 2014 for Xbox, and then 16 in 2014 for, for PlayStation 4. Jeez. I mean, looking at that list, Jay, can you deny that that is uh, easily I, one of the best lists of games you've ever heard, period? I'm looking at the. I'm looking at every single one right now, and it is honestly gross. It's just it's, like... It's it is, isn't it? <laughs> it is gross. It's 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 unbelievable, Jay. I just want to see if you're like looking at a similar list to me. The top ten of those games, Jay, are ten out of tens, pretty much. Yeah, like you could definitely say that majority of the uh, 
the PlayStation ones are like just like so well known in comparison. Yeah. Like it's kind of gross. Like I'd say the biggest ones out of Xbox are Halo. Gears. I guess Titanfall. Cuphead we're no longer an exclusive. Yeah. Um, oh, this is. is a great Jay. This this is a great thing you sent. This is very yeah, convenient. Yeah, literally wow. that's it. Like, you've got Gears, Halo, and I guess you could say um, Titanfall. Jay, this image that you sent of the exclusives clearly shows Xbox know, shows exactly problem. This is a fantastic I, picture. One thing I can say though is that, that the majority of the exclusives on PlayStation Four are um, Japanese games. The majority of them. So they're games that you're not going to see ever on Xbox because Xbox are an uh, exclusively Western company versus a Japanese company like Sony who are going to make a lot more games for a lot more Japanese style genres. Well, there's a lot more that Japanese, the Japanese have just got so much more to play with mm. versus the Western side of things who just don't, very much don't have that. I mean, there's there's technically, I think, two. Japanese exclusives on Xbox, but I think they're Western-made games that were Japanese-inspired. I want to say so they might not even be like all Japanese. Yeah, actually, there's one exclusive I forgot about, but he Quantum Break. That oh my god, have you played that? Nah. I I need to you need to play that game. Okay, okay. It's insane. Well, (laughs) a game that I forgot to mention on PS4 was Until Dawn. Which is yeah, no. fantastic. That series is still going, isn't it? Because they've got the um, Man of Medan. Yeah, they've got the Dark Pictures anthology. And then yeah. they've got another one coming out, I think, in the next Little, month. Little Hope it comes out yeah. 30th of October. Absolutely great game to watch uh, streamers play. Yes. So fun to watch like as a gameplay thing online versus yeah. actually playing. I imagine playing it would probably be quite fun too. But Jay, looking at this picture, it does... It does give me hope that actually your Xbox One purchase at the time of 2014, 2015 wasn't that ridiculous. Like Titanfall is one of my favorite games ever. You've got Halo Master Chief Collection, Rare Replay, Sunset Overdrive. Like it's not, it's no no PlayStation 4, but it's it's not terrible. Honestly, looking at this, I kind of like wondered why the hell did I ever actually buy an Xbox? And I guess it was mainly because of uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Probably that and maybe Crackdown, like the potential of Crackdown 3 coming out, which did eventually come out. That sure did. Um, and I guess, sure what did. was my other reason? Assassin's Creed. I'm sure there was something. I don't know. But yeah. I'm kind of glad I didn't buy a PlayStation 4 before 2014, though. Definitely would have been a bit of a naff experience. Well, you, if you played your third parties on them, then it wouldn't have been terrible. Actually, I think I would have bought it 2015 because Bloodborne came out in 2015, so I must have bought mm. it. The very, I think it was January 2015 is when we got it. So. Fair. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, yeah, I'll leave that insane. to people's uh, debates and do it. I'll, I'm going to put a link in it to the description for the peeps. Oh, definitely. Because yeah. it's a great image. Brilliant. We actually need a more updated one because, I mean, some of those... Oh, that's were... true, yeah. I imagine there's probably some more additions 2017 onwards. Oh, mate, like loads. God of War, Spider-Man, Last of Us Part 2. There's loads, there's loads. All right, Jay, next movement.
Guess who's review? Yes. For the uninitiated, for those who haven't given their eye sockets to us as donations, me and Jay take turns every week picking a random review of a random game from a random media outlet. We give three quotes each to guess the game, and they've got to guess it. So this week it's my turn. I'm giving three quotes to Jay. He's got to guess the game. Jay, are you ready for this? Okay, I'm cool. worried. <laughs> Are you looking at stuff still? Do you uh, want me yeah, to... I'm seeing if there's more exclusive things. Let me know when you're... No, I'm good. Okay. All right. All right, Jay. I'm hoping it's not too hard. Quote number one. Okay. It's a genre remix that samples the combat and exploration of a lightened up Dark Souls and the action and energy of Uncharted. Jesus. Definitely need to hear that again. Okay. It's a genre remix that samples the combat and exploration of a lightened up Dark Souls and the action and energy of Uncharted. Jesus Christ. Right, so what I gauged from that was a, uh, a Dark Souls-like <laughs> game. Yeah. It's slightly easier, but is also like Uncharted. So it's probably a Dark Souls game or a Dark Souls-like game that has some sort of climbing mechanic. Okay, this is good deduction. Yeah. So if I had to guess, damn it, um, Dark Souls-like game. I mean, I can only really go with like Sekiro. I'll go with Sekiro. Incorrect. Incorrect. Okay, it must be like with the other ones then. Forgot to do the scores, people. We get our score system. Currently, it's me, seven. Jay's on five. You get three points for guessing from the first quote, two for the second, one for the last one. Quote number two. Six. Didn't I get one point last week? You did. Apologies. Yeah, Jay's on six. I'm just trying to cheat. (laughs) Quote number two. Though they seem small at first, almost every world you visit is revealed to be surprisingly large. With huge, so excuse me, my saliva outtake is crazy. With huge sections and shortcuts locked behind barriers, you'll later learn to blast through, jump over, or otherwise overcome. Ah, this worries me. Really? Oh, no, I know what it is. Oh, oh. you, you bugger. It's better not be what I think it is. I'm going to be so pissed if it isn't this. You ready? Yeah. Is it Star Wars Fallen Order? It sure is. Damn it. Why didn't I get that from the first? Oh. Two you, you, mate, you were so on it. You're like, yeah, it's got climbing, Dark Souls-like. I'm like, oh, God, he's going to get it. No, I just had to... I feel like I had to get the one that was too obvious out of the way, obviously. <laughs> Oh man! Well played, sir. Well played. It was the worlds. Was it? Yeah, it was the worlds, and then it was the blasting through barriers. That was that wasn't too easy, but it definitely definitely helped. Do you want to hear the last quote? Yeah, please. That'd be interesting. There are only three active abilities: free slash stun, push, and pull. Oh yeah, that that probably would have done it. More than likely. Yeah, that was good. So it's eight seven then to me. I'm finally in the lead. For now. I've got to get mine prepared for next week 100% man 
That was good. People... That was a really good one. Was really it? That, that was yeah. cool. That's cool. People can write in to the show using your imagination. Jay, what will you be playing this week? Oh, it's a difficult one. At the minute, I'm sort of in anime mode, so I don't know. Um, anime? Part of my mind is like, if I do eventually get bored of anime, I'm sure I'll want to play something. Uh, I might come back to this, like, you know, uh, Rogue Company, just as a laugh for a bit. I definitely still want to finish my second playthrough of Ghost at some point, so I might even just finish that off. It's hard. I I tend to get less motivated about playing games when the when the weather is nice. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I feel like I can't. I feel like I get like quite. Even though I had this a lot with Odyssey when I played it, I got very hot and sweaty a lot when I was playing it. But that that partially makes me like want to just like lay down and watch a film. Versus or watch a TV show. Versus, versus summer game. gaming. Versus yeah, summer gaming. There's a, difference, there's a difference between like summer gaming and it being in, and it just being hot, right? Summer gaming yeah. to me means a cool shady room with the window open and the wind blowing, but it's like not too hot. It's like 21, 20, 20, 20 to twenty one degrees, maybe even eighteen, nineteen. But think anything over like twenty two just gets like oh, it's too stuffy. So I just can't quite enjoy myself when playing a game as much, which is like such a privilege to have, obviously. But that's just kind of how it is, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll think. Of, I'm sure I'll be inspired at some point. I mean, weirdly, even like when I was playing Ghost, that that made me want to watch anime. So me watching anime might make me want to go play something else that's so, somewhat similar at some point. Maybe I've got actually there is an anime type game that I have that I wouldn't mind playing at some point. So I might even go and play that. I don't know. I might even just find like a Japanese RPG to play. <laughs> that seems like a quite a comfortable. Uh, thing to go back to, so I'll probably just do yeah. that. something cheap. There's, obviously, there's loads of sales on at the minute, so I'll have a look at the, at the store again and see what's available. Sounds cool, man. Yeah, what about you? <clears throat> I will be playing Odyssey. Obviously. And with how, that, we shall go, giving mate. too much away. Yeah. How close are we to this special? Would you say? If you don't want to give too much away, you don't have to say, obviously. Like, is it going to be before episode 25? I'll say this, it'll be days, not weeks. Sorry, weeks, not days. Okay, that's good. But not months. But not months. That's good. So before 25, I guess. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. (coughs) Yeah, we'll see what that that brings us, I guess. Looking forward to this. I can't wait to to know what you think of having it, you know, it ending and everything. I'm excited to talk to you about it, mate. I'm excited to see what your favourite bits are, and I think you'll. <laughs> yeah, if I can remember. I think sure you'll I have more perspective than me on some of the. More Maybe yeah, stuff. it's obviously going to be fresher for you. So. I've had time to reflect since then. You have. You have.